Hi, this is Amber. Welcome to today's podcast. The podcast channel is Sacred Space Healing and the website is sacredspacehealing.org. I'm a Reiki master teacher and shamanic practitioner. I've been running my own healing practice since 2007 and these podcasts are here to assist in the journey to gnosis, healing and enlightenment. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. Welcome to the channel and welcome to today's podcast. Thank you to everyone that listens in and all your gorgeous messages of support and also for all your donations. I'm not affiliated to any organisation and I'm not trying to sell anything and I really don't have an agenda that I'm pushing forward onto anyone. This is me, my microphone, my laptop, as if we were having a conversation and keeping it real. So if the podcasts resonate with you and you want to say thank you, donate to appreciate, head over to the website sacredspacehealing.org and click the donations button on the homepage. You can also share reviews on the iTunes and Spotify channels or you can share links on your social media channels. I'm always grateful for all the messages of support and there will be a live uh, podcast coming very soon with some Q&As as well. So if you have any burning questions that you would like answered on the podcast, then you can uh, follow on social media, This Sacred Space Healing on Instagram, or you can send an email to amber at sacredspacehealing.org. So in today's podcast, I would like to shine a light on how we can be of service. It's a phrase that uh, has been used a fair amount um, and sometimes abused. And sometimes it's overlooked in the quest to be um, seen as being of service. So what I sometimes encounter from students and sometimes people who approach me on social media or they approach me uh, via the websites they've listened to the podcasts is this desire to 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 lead this desire to kind of be a guru you know I, I I think social media has and the internet and so forth has really exploded spirituality and everyone now is a is a guru and a spirituality expert you know every other person is teaching us how to breathe and meditate and be mindful and um, often the people that are doing that have a lot of money behind them. They're celebrities who've decided to have a second hustle or a third hustle, as it's called. And for some reason, we think that these celebrities can give us more information about our well-being than we can give ourselves, right? So we follow them and we think what they're doing is amazing. And then we think, well, I could do that too. I could set up a YouTube channel or a podcast channel and I could tell people how to breathe and how to walk and um, how to meditate and how to do yoga. And, and that's kind of um, sometimes for some people uh, an inspiration. And this desire is to be a leader, to be a guru and to make easy money and to hustle and to work for yourself and work from home and have this gorgeous, you know, free lifestyle where you travel the world and then every now and then you plug in and you do a YouTube clip and a podcast video um, or a podcast clip and you make some money. I mean, there's a sort of a way that people have of thinking, uh, one of the ways that people have of thinking around the sort of wellness industry. And then you get others who are really, you know, they really want to make a difference in the world and they think that one of the ways to make a difference in the world is to be a healer, you know, to help other people. The bottom line is that whatever we do, if our intention is to be of service, then that intention has been fulfilled regardless of how much money you've made from it, how many followers you have, how uh, successful 
you are, in inverted commas, um, how famous you are, how many books you've sold or written, um, it is just to be of service. And so what does it mean to be of service? Being of service doesn't translate into being a healer. Being of service is to give of oneself in such a way that it assists others in the world. So you can be of service by helping every little old person cross the road when you see them in need. You can be of service by smiling at strangers when you see that they're down. You can be of service by um, doing your work really well, whatever your work is, whether you're a delivery driver or you work in admin or you're an artist or whatever it is, but doing that work really well. You can be of service by uh, how you interact with any individual that you come across during the course of your day. Being of service does not translate into being a healer or a teacher or a guru. Being of service is about lifting the environment around us. It's about having a positive impact on the world around us and the people around us. And we can all do that every single day. You can be of service when you pick up the phone to someone and ask them how they are. You can be of service when you're sitting on a bus or a train or a tube or you're walking down the street and you see someone is struggling. Maybe they're struggling with some bags of shopping or maybe they look low or uh, maybe they're having an argument with someone and you stop and you are the uh, bystander, you are the compassionate witness, you assist them in some way. That's how we are of service. What tends to happen is people forget about their daily lives and their daily occurrences and they want to be of service in order to receive. So to receive followers, to, re to receive accolades, to receive money, um, to receive fame. And that's not what being of service is about. Why is it important to be of service? It, it's, it, it's important for a sense of self, I feel. You know, not for every individual. Some individuals have no desire to be of service. But for many individuals, it's important for that sense of self to feel that you've contributed something to the world, that you've made the world a better place, that you have helped someone in some way. I think with the accessibility, the over-accessibility of uh, social media and, and online uh, interactions, this desire to be of service is spilling over into a kind of desire for fame and fortune and followers um, and recognition, and that's not what being of service is about. I remember growing up with um, in my family, uh, so always saying the saying, which was that the one hand gives in such a way that the other hand doesn't know. You know that this is how we are of service in the world. We don't we don't take our cameras out, we don't take our phones out, and start filming the moment when we gave some money to a homeless person. You know, we don't take our phones out and start filming the moment when we help someone cross the road. We just do it, and then we get on with our lives, and that's how we are of service. Anything else that is then attached onto that act becomes something that's egoic, and the whole notion of being of service is then destroyed and ruined. I love the Life Purpose Programme, which 
I offer and was created many years ago because it's about aligning you with what you're here to do. And often people feel that life purpose has to be something massive. You know, they have to be here to write that next book, that next, um, they have to be running that next workshop. They have to be training in that next modality. But really life purpose is about following what brings you joy and what is of service in the world. And often the two things are interlinked because when you have this desire to be of service and you follow your joy, then you can't help but assist other people and uplift them, whether it's through your art or it's through your, just your demeanour or it's through the way you are in the world, which is why it's so important that we don't attach this idea of being of service to, uh, to career, to money, to recognition, to followers, to fame, because that's the very opposite. Yes, there are people in our, in our sort of knowing who have been of service and then achieved great fame through it. But think about the genuines. You know, were they pursuing it to be famous or were they pursuing their goal and their goal got them recognition? You know, Jesus and our great prophets and Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, these people didn't set out to be famous they had a they had a uh, a dream, a passion, a desire, a goal, a vision, a calling, and that's what they pursued. I mean, do you think Christ was thinking, well, you know, if I get crucified on the cross, I'm going to be really famous. I mean, I'll be famous once I'm dead, but it doesn't matter. I'll still be really famous. Like that's not what was happening, right? And now we've got it all upside down and inside out that we're pursuing the fame, we're pursuing the likes. We're pursuing the followers rather than just pursuing the thing that gives you great joy, the thing that feels like it is your mission, the thing that is why you're here. So whenever people approach me and they want to sort of follow this path of being a guru or a teacher or they think that that is the path for them, um, I always say, you know, what is it that brings you joy? What is it that you want to bring into the world? And there are many ways that you can do that. You don't have to do that as a healer or a teacher or a psychic or um, someone who's creating certain types of content, there are many ways that you can start to bring your gifts, your joy, your um, life purpose out into the world. And when you find what that is for you and when you do it with no expectation and uh, with no audience, that is when you're truly being of service. And that is when we start to live a life that feels enriched and enlightened and um, fulfilling. Uh, and that we find ourselves plugged in to a source of creativity, a source of energy that is limitless. I think people experience a lot of burnout, social media burnout, you know, uh, work burnout, when they're pursuing a goal because they want the, the, the applause but when you're not pursuing anything, when you're simply letting it flow through you, that's when the, the resources are limitless. And really, so being of service is allowing God's Spirit Universe to move through you how God's Spirit Universe wants to move through you. And not trying to um, stemmy that in some way and not uh, influence it um, and not abuse it 
but to just let it flow through you. you know, how does this energy want to flow through me right now? Do I want to create something? Do I want to um, move? Do I want to sing? How do, I, how do I want to express this? And to just allow that to happen. We do live in a world that is very, very focused on achievement right now probably more so than I've ever known it to be, and that it's not enough to hone your craft. It's not enough to enjoy your craft for the sake of it. You have to have achieved, you have to have won an award or um, got the applause or got the followers or whatever it is. I mean, where is this going to lead? Like at some point, it's going to combust, isn't it? I mean, we hope it will. Who knows? But there used to be a time, I, I remember there being a much simpler time, when you did something because it gave you joy and you didn't do it to be the best at it and you didn't do it for the applause, you did it because it brought you joy and actually in the bringing of joy, you were so much more aligned with the truth of who you were than if you were just pursuing something for an end goal. And so my invitation is to find those things that give you joy, you know, whether it is walking the dog or walking um, several dogs or um, helping people or smiling at people, whatever it is, you know, find the thing that gives you joy and do it every day without this sort of heavy weight around you that it must be appreciated, it must be seen, it must be acknowledged, it must be rewarded, it must be paid for. Allow it to give you joy. When I set up this podcast channel many years ago, I mean, pretty close to about a decade ago, um, I did it because it brought me joy and I was, I was new, I would sort of the first few years into my healing practice and I have always had wonderful clients that I've worked with and I had clients who said to me, you should really record your meditations. Um, I used to record them for individual clients but they said you should record your meditations, people would really appreciate them so I started doing that and that led to recording podcasts really, um, I would write blog posts and then make them into podcasts and I did it because I just really enjoyed it I didn't think anyone was listening and that that wasn't the goal listeners wasn't the goal it was just to get this information out there and I was also aware that there were some people that couldn't afford healings or didn't want to pay for healings or couldn't have a healing for whatever reason and so the podcast was a nice little companion on their journey and over the years the channel has grown and grown and grown and has thousands of listeners and has had millions of listens cumulatively and I get lovely messages of support but as those of you that are regular listeners will know I don't have the kind of fancy plinky plonky music introduction at the start I've tried a few things but doesn't really call to me and I don't have marketing I'm not it's not edited it's all unedited so you'll hear me um, cough and you'll hear bird song and you'll hear door slam in the background um, I'm not in sitting in a studio it's all very simple it's my laptop and a microphone, and I keep it really real, because I don't really want to lose the joy of it, like I don't want to make it a kind of marketing thing, I don't have a a special page set up for the podcast channel, I don't do videos off the podcasts, this isn't a marketing tool, this isn't a, you know, this isn't a thing to get more followers, this isn't a thing to get uh, more applause or reviews, and whenever I get a review or I see a review, um, sometimes the channel will send you reviews that people have left, Whenever I see the reviews or people send me feedback, I'm always genuinely really touched by it because I'm just doing the thing that I really love, that I really enjoy, which is to communicate and to use language 
and words as a form of healing. Um, and yes, of course, there's plenty of people that would never be introduced to my work that are then introduced to it um, through the podcast, and that's lovely, but that's a byproduct. That's not the sole intention. If it was the sole intention, my podcast would be geared towards directing you to the website to a specific body of work so you could book in immediately, and a hyperlink would pop up, um, and you know all of this other stuff would be happening. And that's when it becomes tasteless. So when our desire to be of service becomes about money and becomes about um, ego, that's when it becomes tasteless. So find what makes you happy. And also find what comes easily to you. And often people who say, oh, I want to be this teacher or I want to be a healer or whatever, the things that they want to do don't come very easily to them. They don't know how to do it. You know, because they don't know how to do it, they're asking me. But if you knew how to do it, if it came to you naturally, you wouldn't be going to another saying, show me how to be this. You would just be doing the thing that makes you happy. And that would gather attention. That would gather momentum and that would gather the right attention and the right momentum for you to follow that path of being in alignment with your life purpose, of being of service on this planet at this time. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace, abundance and contentment. Until the next time.